Hey, it's your host here, Ryan. We just got done with our first episode of season 43 of Survivor. And man, does it just feel right that Survivor's back. It is, I think, our favorite reality television show. And I think you'll be able to hear it tonight in our voices and in our conversations that Lauren and I have. So you're going to kind of get our background of our first and earliest memories of Survivor. And then you're going to get a breakdown of the episode that just happened. A two-hour episode. Lastly, you'll get our picks. Just one. Maybe two, though. Winner, winners edit pick. So stay tuned to see that. And sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Survivor 43, scripted or reality. Hello, hello. What is up, everyone? We are super excited to be talking to you about Survivor. I'm one of your hosts, Lauren. And I'm Ryan. Come join us for a weekly Survivor podcast on Sounding Off on Survivor on the Scripted or Reality podcast feed. We are so excited to talk about it with you. We just got done watching the two-hour season premiere of Survivor for season 43. For me personally, I think it is really fun to watch the first episode of a Survivor season because it's like they're throwing so much information at you all the time and... Yeah, especially with these two-hour season premieres. Yeah, and I really appreciate that they started doing the two hours because it made us be able to spend more time getting to know more of the cast members versus before it felt like we didn't we didn't get to know as many cast members in like the shorter episodes and so I always feel like it's like kind of all over the place and chaotic of just being like okay they're planting seeds because like when you look at these things with the editor eye you you have to acknowledge the fact that they're planting seeds along the entire episode of what to pay attention to, like maybe who to pay attention to, Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to talk about that more at the end of the episode, but it just was very exciting to watch this episode today. Yeah, Survivor is back. It's a good time of the year. So to jump into kind of Ryan and I are very excited to film a Survivor series. I fell in love with Survivor around the same time that I fell in love with Ryan (laughs) and he brought me in on his love and so I'll let you start with kind of your background on Survivor and then I will say a little bit about mine so when was your first Survivor season do you remember my first memory of Survivor is such a classic season one Richard Hatch winning I remember my parents watching it and that's an iconic staple of almost everyone of this franchise is seeing Richard win. And, but the first recollection, first memory I have is probably, um, poverty season at fans versus favorites. Iconic. And that is when I think that was the first survivor season I watched start to finish. And then the next memory I had is heroes versus villains season 20. 
And throughout all the years, I've been pretty consistent ever since about season 20 of Survivor where I haven't missed much. And I always would find time to watch Survivor. In school, when I was in college, I would log on to the CBS app and watch it, you know, just in between studying sessions. I have enjoyed thoroughly Survivor. Uh, tonight, we're talking about pre, uh, old uh winners and old seasons and I'm able to sit there and talk to Lauren like yeah I think uh, season 30 is when uh, Mike won and those type of things that happen and so I really do enjoy Survivor a lot and I'm heavily invested in this franchise and out of all the shows that I've ever even ever thought about applying for Survivor would be the one that I, I would want to apply for the most so I've enjoyed Survivor a lot but why don't you tell us about how you, what you, what your first memories of Survivor were? Yeah, my first season of Survivor that I watched was the Healers, Heroes, and Hustlers season. Yes, with Ben winning. Yeah, and that's the season that Ben won, and it was a really good season to start with. I think all that to say, I really loved it. I got super into Survivor. Ryan is the one that introduced me to it. Um, when we were in college, we would watch it, like he was saying. All that to say that when season 40 was coming around and they were doing like a winner's season where everyone that was competing was a winner, Ryan and I literally, we like hustled through multiple seasons, maybe like 10 seasons of Survivor that we watched in like a six-week span. We did watch a handful. We were watching double episodes a night. Yeah, we were like watching three two, on the weekends. three. Yeah, like I think one Saturday we watched like maybe like four or five episodes. Um, so with that being said, that's not like the earliest season I've seen. Like I watched a lot of old school seasons as well as some of the new like a, a lot of the newer seasons but that's when I originally fell in love with Survivor and the game is awesome it's always evolving and they're always trying to do things to make it better which is why I continue to love Survivor and I'm like super excited when it's about to premiere yeah jumping back to that uh about getting ready for season 40 of Survivor uh Lauren and I, since it was a Winners at War season, we got the we saw who was on the cast, and so we just started going through all these old people that she's never seen, and people I haven't watched for a decade and a half, and going back and watching these people play and watching their gameplays as she kind of just described. But one of the the whole reason why we did it is because we wanted to do a friendly fantasy esque survivor bet with one another and we went out to the store bought poster boards had a draft and everything yeah <laughs> and we even had like reasons you know why we wanted this person and we had a whole point system like if you do this you get these points if you do this you get this amount of points all that kind of stuff it was very extensive and we had to get very creative with it because we didn't know there was going to be any sort of like exile island or the or the fire tokens. And so we got really creative with like our um... point system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was really fun. We stayed pretty true to that draft pick, but I mean, Ryan and I are not perfect, and we ended up actually like, we kind of abandoned it after like what episode three or four. Yeah, it was the episode where we got hit with uh, Rob, Poverty, and Sandra. Sandra all went home on a like a triple eviction night, yeah. like esque. And it was like, okay, I'm done. I'm yeah. We were <laughs> so bummed. We were so bummed about that that we like, we stopped. We we had the poster boards still up in, on the wall in our like dining room area, but they were just incomplete because we were so bummed out about not like all of our like favorite contestants being voted out like back to back to back. And so we're not perfect, but. I know I had Tony, though. I remember that. I picked Tony. Um, I never underestimate Tony. <laughs> so uh, I know I for sure had Tony as a winner. And so... I know. I was so bummed out that you picked Tony, too. I wanted him so bad. If they ever do... If, I'm sure they will in the future. But next time Survivor does a, a returning cast, all returning casts, we'll do some sort of like fantasy pod talking about ranking all these individual players so yes, yes in the future stay keep listening to this podcast <laughs> yes if you see that coming up we'll for sure do that opening up into the episode you know we had our three tribes all riding in on boats and you know it's I always know. like majestic i i miss the big boats that they used to ride on like oh, a big sailboat <laughs> like a ship <laughs> yeah like a pirate ship yeah yeah i yeah, know that was fun but we had all of our tribes coming in on boat, on like speed boats. Yeah. And like the wind is in their hair. They look super majestic. And it's like really exciting to kind of get your first peek at who everyone is going to be. And there's three tribes. There's, um, you know, the typical red, blue, yellow. Yes, that's a very classic survivor combo. Yeah. I always felt, I, was, I don't know about you, but I always feel kind of bad for the people in yellow because their clothes end up looking so gross at the end of the the season. Versus compared... I mean, I know everyone's clothes get really dirty in Survivor. Because it's not like they have a traditional washing machine or something they can wash. But I feel like theirs looks the most dirty by the end. Compared to like the people dressed in like red and blue. I agree. Um, but with that, we had the three tribes... And, you know, Jeff, of course, is talking to some people, planting those seeds like we were talking about with the editing of, like, introducing us to some people. And we jump into a... That's always a funny scene. Can I say that real quick? Yeah. Jeff Probes is the producer of this show, has done hours and hours of testing on these people and, like... Interviewing them. Interviewing, you know, like... He's the one that casts them. All the behaviors, all those tests. And he's like, ah, you know, uh... Gentleman in the back, you know, what's your name? Woman in the middle. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, well, tell us your name. And it's like, Jeff, you know their name. I always find that segment a little kind of funny. As yeah. I, I get you have to do it, but... Yeah, it's just funny that Jeff pretends like he doesn't know these people. Jumping into the competition, they were doing kind of like a little... What would you say? Obstacle course? Yeah, they start no, off... it wasn't an obstacle course. It wasn't really... I wouldn't call it an obstacle course. They were... They started by having two tribe members run into the forest 
And it was kind of very almost reminiscent of like 42 when they kind of go around the corner and then you don't see them. And it's like, yeah, what's going on behind there? But they're gathering these big boxes, these big wood boxes, and they end up running back. And then there's two tribe members who go into the water and collect two boxes or a handful of boxes in a boat from the water as well. And they return it to the shore. Mm -hmm. And then the whole tribe has to pull up the boat and get these boxes all onto the puzzle to where they start all working on the puzzle individually to ultimately make a square. Mm -hmm. Once the square is formed, they stand up with a stick, with a bamboo stick, trying to retrieve this wedged flint and steel that is tied to a ring. Yes. Yeah, it's like... They have to have this, like, long bamboo stick that they, like, push the the flint off of, like, this big pole. And it's, like, tilting upward. So it's kind of difficult to get it off the pole because you're fighting gravity. I thought it was going to end up being easier. We see the blue team jump out to a quick lead. And we see them quickly uh, fail, like, once or twice before, I believe, yellow is the next tribe up. Yeah. And... We also see Yellow get a little close, and then they also fail. Mm -hmm. And finally, it looks like there's no shot that Red's going to win. And then Red jumps and gets the puzzle completed. And we see Red also in the mix of it all now. Yeah, and it kind of was looking like a pretty tight race. Like, it really could have been anyone's game with where they were at with the ring. And the red team, oh, who was it that had the idea? Was it Dwight? No, Dwight was the one holding the pole. It was Cody. This Someone. The I, elevator salesman. Or it was, was it Jesse? It was either Jesse or Cody. Those were. I can't remember who exactly brought up the idea. But I remember one of the guys on the red tribe suggested to put the flint inside the bamboo pole and pull it that way because then you're going to have like more precision and control and that ended up being like a really good trick to win i don't know if that was like the intended way to win that competition but either they hacked it or that was the way they were supposed to win the competition i'm not sure but it was very smart it was a good idea yeah we end up seeing red team win and their reward is they get a flint automatic and they don't have to go back to their tribe and play a game for supplies the other two tribes, unfortunately, have to go back to their tr their tribe camp and play, like, a game or do something in order to earn their camp supplies, which is, like, the flint in the pot. Like, it's really not much. But there's, like, two things they could do is, like, more of, like, a, a puzzle, like, brainy type game where you have to think. And the other one is, like, you have to, they call it, like, sweat. It's, like... Savvy versus sweat was what yeah, the Yeah, savvy versus sweat. And we actually saw both tribes chose a different option. So like That's one tribe fun. Yeah. One tribe chose the the quiz and the other one chose like the the hard one. But it's fun it's fun when you get to see both games at play. Yeah, I don't know if this can become now a staple in Survivor where you lose that opening challenge and you're gonna get back and be given a dilemma. I don't believe in 41 and 42. We've, and now 43, I don't believe we've ever seen someone fail that starting. No, I don't think so. Challenge. Either. Granted, I don't think it's meant for 
for you to really fail. Yeah, it's just meant to like kind of give you a little bit of a disadvantage, not to totally put you out on your ass. Yeah. You know, but it was kind of, it was fun to watch um, because the one tribe just, um, what tribe was it? The yellow tribe did the savvy. Yeah. And the blue tribe did the sweat. Okay. Yeah. So the yellow tribe, honestly, they were not looking too hot there for a minute wasn't until Sammy came out and was just like, okay, I didn't want to, like, paint myself out to be, like, the smart guy right off the bat. But, like, this is excruciating and we need to, <laughs> we need to win and just stop wasting our energy on this. And so he's just like, okay, hear me out, guys. Let's, let's look at it this way. You know, we can turn this zero into ones or whatever. And they were able to do that and they were able to win their puzzle I wish they told us how long it took them because yeah. the sweat one with the blue tribe, when there's they do a digging one, it only takes them 30 minutes to end up finding the supplies. So we And they tell us that. So we know blue tribe really was not that far behind. Yeah. And I was, I'm curious how long they were staring and looking at that puzzle. Yeah. You have to assume that it was longer than 30. Otherwise, I think they would have like told us to be like, how impressive it was that they were able to figure it out that fast or something. I agree. It was probably somewhere between that one hour to two hour mark. Mm -hmm. I think if it was, like you said, like three plus hours, I think they would have told us, like, they've been standing here for three plus hours, everyone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, no, it was fun. Both tribes ended up being able to get their supplies. All three tribes got their supplies, and... I always find the building the shelter one of the most weird things in survivor because on one hand i think it is a kind of a slower episode but then on the other hand i'm like is there something i should be paying attention to who's getting this winners at it who you know where are the seeds being planted even if it's just like a one line from survivor i'm always listening to everything on this episode but it's so boring sometimes because it's like, oh, they're building shelter. Right. They're weaving leaves, you know, like it's hard to sit and watch that sometimes. But that is where Survivor tells us who wins. Like, it's so wild because you look back on winners and if you go back to episode one, they always get highlighted. There's always at least a little blip of it uh, for the most time. Yeah. For the most part, there's a little blip of it and you go, oh, you know that's the seed and so we'll talk about that at the very end of the pod who we think who got some good winners at it yes but this segment we see them just do that classic survivor get to know the tribe who's the old person who's the young person who gets along who aggravates someone who's playing both sides of the fence who's Who's uh, trying to be too, you know, brown-nosing with everyone that's going to come back and bite them in the butt later? You know, those are the things that are fun to watch during this portion of them setting up their camp. Do you think, was there a camp that you could remember that looked the best? I guess they didn't really show us much. Oh, um... Definitely not red with the dropping on their... <laughs> well, it, it looked pretty good until it fell. I think, like, one wind gust and that thing is gone. And so I think, you know, them it falling like that was good because at least it wasn't we, while they were sleeping. We didn't have that classic, like, handyman, like... 
I know. Maybe we haven't seen it yet. And yeah, I, I know we someone. there. I know on the blue tribe there there was a carpenter. I think, but we didn't see too much of what they built. I don't believe I can't remember the blue tribe a whole lot. Mm-mm. But we could see red. Get... <laughs> yeah, they're they're. Their shelter fell, like, on their heads while they were building the fire. And it was funny because they had the shelter. It looked beautiful. Then they were able to build the fire right at the same time the shelter was up. And then as soon as the fire caught a flame, the shelter shelter fell on their heads and the fire went out. So that was unfortunate. But, I mean, that's why they kept it in there because now we're over here talking about it still. Overall, the the shelter segments aren't my favorite, but... It's one of those segments that you really got to pay attention to almost every word in it. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the little adventure that um, one person from each tribe had to go on? Yeah. We see classic 41 and 42. One person gets told to get in the boat and we end up seeing Gable, Dwight, and Carla be the ones selected to go on this trip. And... As it as the boats are approaching this island, I said, Jeff Probes, in my head, I'm like, Jeff Probes, if you make them climb up this hill to risk or to risk their vote again, I'm going to be so upset at you. And <laughs> it might have been the same island for all I know, but this time they made them walk in the water and go on a water adventure versus a hike. Yeah, and so it was a little different, but it was kind of the same. But they had to, like, trudge through, like, waist-deep wa- waist water all the way to this rock. Yeah, I'm not in love with this twist. At least maybe not seeing it three seasons back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Um, maybe that's where I'm not a huge fan of. But we see them get to this rock formation in the middle of the water. And they get given uh, a scenario. And the scenario follows that each individual player could either risk or no risk. Mm-hmm. If you risk, then you risk your vote or your you risk your potential vote at tribal for a potential advantage. And if you did no risk, nothing happened to you. He didn't win an advantage, and you don't lose your vote. It's like and, nothing happened, basically. And all three were going to at the same time decide what they were going to do. And if all three risks, then there was a one in three chance that you were getting the advantage. And there was a two in three chance that you just lost your vote. We see Dwight and Gable both risk. And so there's a 50-50 shot now that one of them gets the advantage and the other one risked it and doesn't get it. And now they are down a vote at their next tribal. Mm-hmm. What happened next was pretty funny, I thought. Because... They got back to camp and they're like, we've seen it on the last two, like two seasons. We, everyone knows when you go to this island that there's an advantage. You can't just say, oh, we just went on a fun walk. Like, yeah, in season forty one, forty two, you could get away with like, yeah, it was just a fun walk because they hadn't seen it. Yeah, but season forty three, they've seen definitely forty one by now. So you can't just be like, oh, we went on a walk. Yeah, we just, you know, got to enjoy the scenery. Like, no, no one's buying that. Yeah, no one was buying that story. So they were all pretty honest about what happened. They were, and we see Cody on the Red Tribe tell Jesse he just didn't believe Dwight's story. He's like, I just don't believe that story. <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, 
he should have been more drenched in water. Yeah. He he was only gone 90 minutes and he's and he's claiming the water went up to his neck level and he's not wet. <laughs> and so to Cody it was not making sense. Yeah, and then Gable was funny cuz he came back and he's like, "Yeah, so this is what happened. This is what I did." Anyway, so I'm going to go in the forest now so I can find out what I got. <laughs> he's like, "I'm going to go by myself." And <laughs> and then he like went and found out that he got the advantage and he was like, "Woo!" And he, like, screamed, and everyone was like, yeah. That, it was, like, so strange. That yellow tribe had some, like, energy about them that <laughs> was, like, we're untouchable. We are best friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I think you've known each other for, like, less than 12 hours. And they were, Gable's big win was their big win. And Gable came back and said, <laughs> showed them exactly what the advantage was. I know, and he passed it around, and he's like, here, look and see my, you know, my idol that I won. And, yeah, and he ends up winning an immunity idol for the first two tribal councils that he attends. Yeah, so it was pretty funny that he shared it with everyone, and that's very untraditional survivor. Yes, both (laughs) people, and I I don't know if they showed us, if, if they showed Dwight telling people he lost their vote. It showed Dwight... Losing the vote, but I don't know if they showed. I didn't see it. So I'm sure that we'll we'll see that later. Dwight telling his tribe or telling tribe members that he lost his vote. the episode we see the immunity challenge next and it's a classic three-team race it was like an obstacle course and we end up seeing the big thing is at the very end when you get all the way done you get depending on where you place you get to pick the board that you are controlling to try to drop the balls into the little holes at the end of the board yeah it's like three different it's almost like three different difficulties like they have like a maze and then they have one where you have to go around the obstacles but there's no like guardrails and then they have one where it's literally a straight line to the end but there's like no guardrails so you kind of have to do it like perfect perfectly straight yeah the first tribe we see get there is the blue tribe and they uh, picked the maze and it was definitely the slowest option but it was the safest you pretty much had that ball you know an easy lined up shot with that ball to drop it in its hole yeah it's like you're almost guaranteed to get to the end every time because there's bumpers on every single side the next tribe that we saw make it to the end was red and they ended up choosing one that i thought was like a little controversial it was like the straight path which that one looked the most difficult to me so it was interesting um this proved to kind of... It was like a big learning curve on that one. I think that one, you were able to fail so many times so quickly that I almost think it's not that bad versus some of those other ones I feel like you're kind of teetering and you're not... And you're needing to depend on your partner being a lot more coordinated when you both are just... Versus you both are just going up on it. Yeah. So... I. I think they wanted to make that one look like the worst one, but I don't know if it really is. Yeah. 
And obviously the last tribe that got there was the one where they had to kind of dodge the obstacles, which was the... Yellow tribe. And I think we've seen that board, that specific board. I feel like we see that in modern days, Survivor, at least like once a season. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. When I saw it, I was like, I've seen this before. I think we we might have even seen all three of these before. Yeah, but that one was the most distinguishable to us. But they end up finishing in... The orders that they arrive in. Blue, red, Mm -hmm. and then yellow loses. And... Yellow sitting there, they, they're, it's like a kumbaya, like, they're all hugging as they leave, like, ah, we're gonna lose someone, I'm like, whoa, like, I don't know if I've ever seen this from day one tribes. They were so strange, like, with the whole losing the challenge, like, I did not understand it, they were all just kind of like, and, I mean, they weren't all this way, but this is kind of how it appeared, is that they were like, well, we gave it our best, like, as, at least we tried, like, Almost like not acting like someone is about to be voted out. It's a million dollar game. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. And so we actually see them go back to their, their camp and Gable almost like offers himself on a silver platter and is like, okay guys, I know I have this immunity idol, but I'm going to play my shot in the dark. And you know, it was smart from Gable. He, Gable comes back to tribal and is like, I'm going to play the shot in the dark. You know, I just, you know, I deserve to be on the chopping block. I was a big reason why we lost. And he's almost saying like, vote me. But everyone knows he has his hidden immunity idol. Yeah. So I don't know if people really buying what he was selling because what Gable wanted to do was he was trying to convince these people that he was going to play the shot in the dark. Mm -hmm. A one in six chance. And if he gets it, then he's safe for this week. And his idol, which again, he can only have for the first two, he's guaranteed to be safe next tribal. Yeah. Or in the worst case scenario, he plays it. He's not safe. He He lost his vote. Well, now he can play his idol if he feels the need to. Yeah. So it was almost like a kind of like a power move with his idol of saying, you know, I don't, you know, he tried to come across noble to me. I don't know if it was necessarily noble or if that's just the good game move to do. Yeah. I think I would have said something very similar if I was in Gable's shoes. I don't know. It was, it was interesting to me. I thought that was like very funny. That was like the first thing that came up. And then everyone was kind of like, nah, like stop it. Like, no, we need your vote. Like, Knock that off. Like, let's yeah. talk about who we're going <laughs> to vote out. <laughs> and so, like, there's a lot of talks. We don't have to totally dive into, like, all of the conversations that were had before. But essentially, this season of Survivor, it kind of appeared that they did the same thing that they've been doing in these, like, newer seasons where they kind of just scramble at the last second. Oh, the sun setting sun is setting and that's when everyone starts talking and they have 15 minutes until they have to leave and that's when they're strategizing and it's like what yeah it's the new age of survivors played a lot different than the old way and the old traditional way and we see um the two people on the chopping block are owen and mariah and we get bits and pieces of like oh, i don't know who to go like, do we go girl strong do we go you know with owen or do we vote up Mariah because she's the weakest one? I don't know. I I wasn't totally sure. 
when we got to tribal, like I didn't even have an idea of where they were going because that's kind of like been the new thing with survivor editing is that they don't give us too much information that no, that segment from when they lose elimination to going to tribal has it's like a two minute segment, three minute segment in in modern day, especially these twenty nine day ones like we get hardly any idea of who was going home other than the two names that have already kind of been said it didn't even seem like gable was a potential option which was kind of shocking to me because i know (laughs) but you know i I think that probably speaks to gable's uh, personality personality into his social game so Mm -hmm. good for gable for being the older guy who could easily have been seen as a target as the person on the chopping block to avoid that and be safe this week so rolling into tribal council i don't know about you but this is the part that stood out to me the most is that mariah was like oh you know we just had a good spirit and like you know we're all winners here because we tried so hard and we gave it our all and stuff and then it seemed like every single guy on the tribe was like no 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 like that's all fine. That's all fine and all in real life, but in Survivor, like we're playing a game. And I think the people in the Yellow Tribe genuinely thought they were not going to lose. We hear Gable at one point say, oh, "It wasn't supposed to be us today," and Jeff Probst is like, "Why? Well, it was you." <laughs> like, you <laughs> He's know? like, "Why? I would love to hear this." <laughs> right. And so this Yellow Tribe, this whole kumbaya stuff that they were doing. Seemed true, seemed authentic all the way up until tribal. Like, it's still, like, we're all winners here. It was crazy. My favorite part was when they were like, um, you know, we we didn't win the challenge, but we won in other ways. And then Jeff is like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this. Like, let's hear it. And (laughs) they came to the kind of the conclusion that, you know, they weren't lucky because they won in other ways. But I don't know. That was funny. Um, Tribal moves pretty quick with it all. Yeah. And we see Mariah go home in a five to one vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I did not want to see her leave so soon, especially because I loved her rainbow vibe. Oh, yeah. She had a fun, <laughs> she had a fun style. Yeah. She like literally every single piece of her outfit was rainbow, which was fun. Even her hair. So. It was sad to see her go, but that's the outcome of this tribal council. Yeah, it was a long two-hour episode, and it ultimately came down to a conclusion that's very often seen on the first episode. You vote out who's perceived to be the weakest person Mm -hmm. to hopefully not end up back at tribal the next episode. And so we're going to have to, you know, stay tuned and see if that helps Yellow or if the two girls now who are on Yellow who wanted to do an all-women's alliance, it looked like, at least in their internally in their tribe, mm-hmm. if it ends up biting them if they're in the hot seat next week. Yeah. Or next time they are. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. Okay. Okay, we kind of already talked about it earlier in this pod, but... That shelter scene with the we're getting to know every single cast member, it felt like. I want to hear who you... I know you're writing this down in your notes today, but who do you think got the winner's edit? I just want 
one, one person. person. I just okay. want one person. One person. It was Carla. I'm going with Carla. Why? Because um, she got a lot of screen time of like talking to a bunch of different people, talking about her background. She was highlighted a lot in this episode. And she didn't risk her vote. I don't know. I just think that my gut is telling me that it's going to be Carla that wins. Okay. And I think she got the winner's edit. Who do you think? I'm, I'm assuming based on your reaction to my vote, you're not agreeing. Who is it? I don't think it was Carla. And the reason why I don't think it was is because I don't know if I got enough of her, um, of those seeds of like good gameplay of like, what's the strategy moving forward. I got like, she literally knows every single person and has made like an, almost like an alliance with every single person. And so that's where I get a little nervous for Carla's game is first time they lose who, you know, she's going to have to show her cards and that's going to, I think, expose Carla's game a little too much. So that's almost how I thought Carla was edited, but there is a, you know, I do see what you're saying and I could see in a world where that was the winner's edit. I personally think, I know you said only one name, but. Oh, you can't give me <laughs> okay, one. Okay, I'll give you one. I'll, I'll you get one. one. I think it was James on that same blue tribe. And I think he kind of talks about, he's like, this is chess. I used to, you know, this game is a game of chess. I used to play chess. I'm going to play this game a lot like chess. And he says he wants to be able to adapt and that he thinks that we get those, like how he's going to actually navigate the game. That was what I was kind of missing from Carla is like, how is she going to navigate the game versus James got more of a, I'm going to navigate the game like this and I'm going to play chess with these people and I'm always going to be the pond and they're going to think they're the king. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think James had a better edit for me. Yeah, I can see why you think that. I I know you didn't ask me, but my my second one would be Jesse on the red trap. Yeah, you're right. I didn't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> why why Jesse? I just ha- I had to say that just in case like he is right, or just in case he's in the final three. I can s- say I said it in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> that way you can be right if he. So if you put more names down, then you can be right. Yeah, and I'll well, come back, if that's I'll come the back case, and cut this segment if he's not in there. <laughs> if that's the case, then I'm voting everyone in the in the cast as the winner's edit. <laughs> I do have a few people who I did think got winner's edits, but I, I'll save them all. I, I won't. Okay, well, since you got two, I got two. I also think um, Cassidy got a winner's edit. Was she the girl from the Blue Tribe? Yes. Yeah, I think so. She gives us a one-liner in there where she talks about how she wants to play. Mm-hmm. And she says something like, I can't play like a man. I need to play a little bit more discreet. And it gave me, like, flashbacks to Erica. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I've seen this pretty recently. And that's why I would say that she's probably my second place. Per, or, like, my second pick for the winner's edit. So, you got two, I got two. It has been two survivor seasons since we've had or three technically since we've had a live studio audience do you think we're gonna get a live studio audience this year or do you think we are getting it at tribal again at tribal 
100%. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I hope not. I love the seamless transition from <laughs> from Fiji from Fiji into to the an studio L- from the studio of LA. I love that seamless <laughs> transition. I do too, but I also I I like much. I you're probably gonna hate me for saying this, but I kind of prefer the the one at Fiji because I feel like we get a better quality finale. I think we do too. I'm not gonna disagree with that. I just think it's so. <laughs> I feel like the the finale at like in at like on site is a lot better because we get to see like more like productive conversation versus like the live finale. I feel like we have there's some filler more, in there. Yeah, more filler and you know, you, you kind of have to deal with the live audience, which it's fun to have a live audience, but at the same time you can also have to be like, "Okay guys, like Chill out. Like, we gotta, you know, we gotta keep it moving. We gotta keep it moving, you know? And so that, um, that aspect of it, I think, makes it a better episode when it's on site. I think you'll end up being right, and I think it will be an on site. I could see the on site being a returning thing for several years, and maybe the uh, live studio audience will be season 45 or 50 or something like that. Yeah. But, I just had to ask because I've been missing that seamless transition. <laughs> it's been since 39, I believe. Everyone, let us know what you think down in the comments. Send us a DM. Do you think that they're going to bring the live studio audience back in this season or not? We also, let us know who you think got the winner's edit. Go back, watch that through with who got the winner's edit. Because Survivor is a story. They already know who won, so they're going to... They got to give us the breadcrumbs now. So go back, watch who you think won, and also let us know. Yeah, they always tell us in the first episode. So if they don't... Then that's still an edit, too. Yes. It's called the Purple Kelly edit. (laughs) (laughs) Slash Erica edit. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Erica. Poor Erica. Um, All right, let us know. We look forward to hearing from y'all. So to close out this episode today, I was really excited to see how far that Survivor has gone from some of the earlier seasons that we've seen. It's nice to see like they're always trying to improve and make it better and I can really tell every season. And so it was fun to see new episode, new faces, new edit, new strategies, like, and they've even trying to implement some new um, like advantages and stuff like that. So, yeah, Survivor's always got twists and turns. And so, I'm glad to see, even though they all got on the boat, this was a little bit of a different twist thing hiking up the hill. And I will always commend Survivor for always trying something new. Yes. And some things are great, some things are just okay. But they, they always take like our feedback and run with it. So, it's always nice to see. There's a saying like, in the fall time that like you know there's it's football weather and like that is just kind of the best way to describe the weather outside and i feel like fall time for me is survivor weather and it's, <laughs> it's it's how halloween is approaching and we all know it and it's gonna get a little bit colder and so we're gonna bunker down and watch this season of survivor so thank you for listening today yeah, go ahead and follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can find us at Scripted Reality Pod. And please subscribe to our show. 
We have episodes coming out every week right now, and we hope that you join us for the next one. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.